stumble to the kitchen, pour myself a cup of ambition and yawn and stretch and try to come to life. Jump in the shower and the blood starts pumping. Out on the streets, the traffic starts jumping. With folks like me on the job from nine to five. Working nine to five. What's everybody? What's up, everybody? And welcome to Nine to Five Sports. Uh, here with the. Uh, What's becoming the normal panel of Robbie Comer, Aaron Campbell, Elliot Good, and myself, Ty Comer. Uh, but we are joined by a uh, AFC West fan and a, and a Chargers fan at that. We're joined by James Campbell tonight. James, nice to have you on. Yeah, nice to be here and nice to... Uh, Better than Jordan Mercer. Yeah. Nice to hype up the Chargers because it's the only person you'll hear on the East Coast doing it. Shout out Alan Bassnight. <clears throat> yeah, so not the only person. That's true, the, true. The second person. Well, I guess the first person. Wasn't William think. Campbell a Chargers fan? Too? Nah, he doesn't. Yeah. He doesn't count. So, anyway. James is not very good We've got the real Campbell here. Yeah, we got the real Campbell. We got the real Campbells. Yeah. So, yeah, how about that? Here. Yeah. Campbell soup. We got two Campbells, two Comers, and you got a regular old good. So. If that ain't, no, it ain't no good E. If that, yeah, it ain't no good E. But <laughs> if that ain't the definition of Page County, good Campbell Comer. I mean, that is, there's a Comer town. That's it. <laughs> that's right. That's right. All right. Uh, but we'll go ahead and we'll move on. We'll get it, we'll get into what we're going to talk about tonight. We're going to talk about the uh, AFC West. This will round up the AFC division, and uh, you know we we kind of. What we've been doing, guys, is we've been talking about who the favorites are to win. Uh, first off, but you know, we all think that this is probably this is probably going to be a good show because we're going to have a lot of disagreements. We're going to have a lot of things to talk about. I think this is a legitimate three, maybe even four team race for this division, um, depending on how good Patrick Mahomes is. Uh, so things of that nature. But tonight, I guess we'll we'll kind of just start things off by talking about last year's AFC West champion, the Kansas City Chiefs. Um, there's a lot of buzz around this team. I think they're going to be really exciting. Everybody knows about the offense. Um, the defense is where we're going to have questions, and we'll talk about that a little bit tonight. Um, key losses uh, would definitely be quarterback Alex Smith, um, some, uh, some corner play from Marcus Peters, uh, and along with others. So, um, Robbie, why don't you start us off? Let's uh, let's talk about your divisional outlook for the Kansas City Chiefs. Um, I think they're going to take a couple steps back. Um, I was no big fan of Alex Smith, but he didn't turn the ball over, and I'm not sure about Mahomes. I, I, Mahomes is going to be good long-term wise. I just don't know how great he'll be to begin with. Um, the defense is going to be very bad. It could be one of the worst in the league. I don't even know if I can name a starter. Did Barry sign back there? Yeah, Barry signed sign back there. That's about it. Tom Bailey? Um, he, he retired. Did he? he retire? He's not he's, there. He's, I know that. No, he's, he's not there? Okay. Yeah, he's not there. Thank you. Um, Andy Reid, he'll get the offense going. The defense, he's never been a great defensive guy. They'll dink and dunk a lot. <laughs> Mahomes has got a huge arm. We saw that the other night in the preseason, throwing that ball. I think it was like 67 yards in the air. Yeah. Cannon, cannons go far, but they're not accurate. You better hope tonight. Yeah, you better hope. <laughs> <laughs> That's not what Aaron Rodgers said. Well, Aaron Rodgers, oh, God. Um, the Chiefs will – I'm going to say they finish third, and I'll oh, save the other two teams later that I think will finish oh. ahead of them. I can't wait. You can't wait? <laughs> I can't wait to hear who finishes fourth. That'll oh, be fun. Well, I can tell you – 
people probably know who I think have finished. Oh, fourth. actually, I do know who you have finished in fourth. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's not it's not who I want him to have but finish in fourth because that I, would be a real nice I think, discussion. I think it's going to be a. I think it could be a disappointing season for Adam. Because if Adam's listening, I had to talk to you at Jason Alger's the other night about the chefs and their season this year. Um, it stresses me out when we talk about the Chiefs. <laughs> does does Adam does, does Adam believe in his Chiefs? Oh, this he year? believes in his. He believes in them. He, he could be believer. right, but I just think that defense is very, <clears throat> too weak. And all, but the offense will be there. Uh, I don't know if it's going to be very like super prolific, but it'll be above average at the end of the year. Aaron, uh, I agree with Robbie. Uh, I think you know losing Alex Smith while. Alex isn't out, not considered one of the elite quarterbacks in this league. Uh, coming off a career season, you know, the best he's ever put up numbers-wise, uh, and then of course losing you know their best corner, Marcus Peters, uh, to the Rams. Uh, the defense is going to struggle this year. I think that their offense will be exciting, but Mahomes in practice uh, this year or this summer has struggled with interceptions. I think that you know, the big play opportunity is going to be there. You got Tyreek Hill, you got Travis Kelsey, signed Sammy Watkins. Still have Kareem Hunt's really explosive offense. Absolutely. I mean, ton of. Well, we'll get to this in a little bit. But fantasy, fantasy potential. There's yeah. a ton of uh, potential in that offense. Uh, I think Mahomes is going to struggle with uh, ball security as far as like interceptions and. Uh, but I, I think you're you're going to see them winning a lot of games or, or having a lot of games that are like in like 28-24 range, 28-27. Like they're going to win and lose some close games, and I think you know, they're going to lose some games because their defense won't be able to stop anybody. Um, which I, I, I think, you know, you, you got a rookie quarterback, you got a, a rookie running back that's coming off of leading the league and rushing this past year. I look for them to lean on the run a lot, uh, even though they do have all those pass catching options. Uh, I, I agree with Robbie. I look for them to finish, uh, I, I'll say they'll finish second, even despite all of their shortcomings on the defensive end. Uh, but I just think that there's so much potential there on uh, offense that I, I'm, I'm going to say they finish at. Uh, let's say nine and seven. Okay, Elliot. I I agree with a lot of that's. It. By the way, I'm sorry to interrupt, but that's pretty that's pretty generous too, considering this this division. Uh, I think this is going to be a knockdown dragout division. No, but yeah, I'll, I'll get to that. I, when, I, when, I could see it at nine and seven and third and too. Aaron, where did you have them finishing? Nine uh, and seven being in third place. Mm-hmm. Uh, two, two, okay. yeah, but two, yeah. Okay, that basically mean that everybody that's, that's just tight. basically have to split yeah. and then dominate all the yeah, other. Yeah, I think I think it's going to be a dog fight. Okay, yeah, Elliot. I, I agree. I agree with y'all on that. I think. <laughs> Each team has a pretty significant hole this year, so we'll have to see how it pans out. But I agree with a lot of what Aaron and Robbie both said. Um, you got Patrick Mahomes; that's obviously the big news story out of Chiefs camp. So um, Alex Smith, he was always, as Robbie said, your game manager. He wasn't going to turn the ball over, but he couldn't really get it done in the playoffs. I think Mahomes has the potential to be that extra special to get you over the hump. But as we've said, the defense will not be great this year. They're going to have to rely on Kareem Hunt to control the clock a bit, I believe. Um, if that doesn't happen, we're going to have quite a bit of shootouts. And with having Mahomes and Tyreek Hill, Sammy Watkins, Kelsey Hunt, they're going to be able to do that. They're going to be able to play that game style. So we'll, it'll be interesting to see what this team does this year. Andy Reid typically hasn't wanted to do that. As Robbie said, he he more likes to dink and dunk his way around the around the game, but I don't know with their personnel if that's going to be <coughs> achievable this year. So it's going to be interesting to see. Uh, I'm going to like to watch the Chiefs this year. Yeah. Uh, might have to sit down with Adam for a few games, and hopefully when they play the Chargers, we can get a good old James I think, in there I think I'm going to be a little busy. <laughs> <laughs> 
But, uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to see what the Chiefs have in store this year. And as far as fantasy outlook, I'm very intrigued in this team. Yeah. James? Uh, I think my favorite part about being in this division is that it's there's no guaranteed wins, mm-hmm. you know, with all the games. You're not, getting, you know, you're not guaranteed to be Broncos, Raiders, or Chiefs. Um, with the loss of Alex Smith, it makes me happy. I mean, Alex Smith is coming off a 4,000-yard, 26-touchdown, and five interceptions last season. And I think Pat Mahomes is good. Mm-hmm. I really do. But coming in, I don't think he's like, like someone said in the long, long haul, he's going to be fine. Yeah. But his first year, I don't really see it happening. But with that being said, Kareem Hunt, well, that was, last year was his rookie season, correct? Yes. Mm-hmm. 1,300 yards. Tyreek Hill, 1,200 yards, seven touchdowns. That's an explosive offense. Mm-hmm. But I know what an explosive offense does. They still lose games. If you don't have a defense to close the game out, it's not going to happen. Um, I, I think Alex Smith, he's going to be hard to replace this year. Ending the season last year 10-6, and six, just one game ahead of the Chargers going into first place. I got them 7-9, second place. Okay. Um, so for my input is, you know, we keep talking about this explosive offense, explosive offense, explosive offense, not much defense. Yeah, it starts to make me think a little bit more about college football. College football is just around the corner, by the way. I'm really excited for that. But Absolutely. when you think about college football, what, do you, what conference is associated with explosive offenses and not much defense? The Big 12. Big 12, yeah. Exactly. And where did Pat Mahomes play? Texas Tech. Yeah, where do they play? The Big 12. I think this is the perfect system. I think he's under a perfect coach in Andy Reid, who seems to be somewhat of a quarterback whisperer. This is, I think this is an exciting team. I think we're, we're going to talk about them um, at the end of the year as a team that we kind of – I mean, like we're saying, we see them being pretty good, but we don't see them kind of winning anything or, or being a real threat to win the AFC East. I, th- I think – or the AFC West, but I really think these the, these guys have a chance. With, with what I just said – that is one of the most explosive offenses. I mean, you, you mentioned it with the addition of Sammy Watkins. While Sammy hasn't been all that impressive, I mean, he's been pretty good at, at some points too. He's shown flashes and uh, with, the, with Tyreek Hill and, and Travis Kelsey, who's other than Gronk, probably the most dominant tight end in the league. I just think there's going to be a lot of people that struggle to, to, to contain these guys. And, uh, you know, with Mahomes' strong arm, I think it gives them an aspect that they didn't have with Alex Smith. Um, how many touchdowns, James? 25? Alex Smith, 25, yeah, 25. five interceptions. That's, yeah, so that's, that's, that's big. Nice. The five interceptions was, is, is very good. Five interceptions in 16 games played is, is very impressive. But, um, you know, we'll see. Uh, it, it's all going to – as I, I – what I think is it's all going to depend on his ball security. If he ends up not throwing as many picks as he's been throwing in camp or um, that some people might expect him to throw, I think this the ceiling for this team could be very high. Now, that being said, I think the basement could be pretty low too. Mm-hmm. So, is that pretty much rounded out for the Chiefs? We'll go to Aaron and Elliot for the fantasy. Uh, we've already heard them talk about – um, the intriguing guys that, that they see for the Kansas City Chiefs. Um, so, guys, go ahead and go into depth on some of these guys. Well, uh, I, I don't believe I gave my prediction for this team, so I'll get that out of the way. Um, I see them somewhere between six and nine wins. Uh, banking off what Aaron said, I think Mahomes is going to 
struggle a little bit with ball security being his first year, so I think he's going to win you some games in shootouts, and I think he's also going to give you give some games away toward the end. So somewhere between six six to nine wins is where I have them, and I pe- I pegged them third in the division. Okay, yeah, I, I guess I didn't say my prediction. Yeah, six. James, did you I'm gonna predict go where they were? Yeah, I'll I go seven six nine second place. Seven and nine second place. Yeah. Wow. Oh my God. Chargers gonna run away with it. <laughs> not many many games. I'll um, go six and nine, or not six and nine, but six two nine two. Yeah, nines. I'm. I'm gonna go a little bit higher. I'm gonna I'm gonna put their their basement at. I mean, what I think they'll be in their basement are two different things. I think their basement will be about four games, but I think their ceiling could be ten. So I'm gonna say anywhere from ten to seven. I think I think uh, okay. that's where they'll finish. Um, so, but uh, yeah, so we'll, we'll go back now to the fantasy. Um, Tyreek Hill, absolutely explosive. Um, maybe, uh, you know, I'm trying to think like you guys on this because ever since I've been around you talking about the DFS stuff, I start to think about these th- kinds of things. And, you know, okay, so maybe Pat Mahomes makes an early turnover and they just want to get him into the flow of things and they start throwing some screen passes. Tyreek Hill is explosive mm-hmm. enough to. You know, break some of those. Oh right? yeah, he can. I mean, his his speed. He can take a screen pass to the house. I mean, it, the speed, the agility that he shows. I mean, and Mahomes has shown in the preseason that he can throw a ball seventy yards in the air and just let Tyreek Hill go get it. Yeah. I mean, that that's a guy, especially in DFS, that you want to plug in your lineups because it takes one. All right. it takes is one touch, one one catch, and that's all it takes for him to. Oh, that knocked me play. out of the playoffs one year. I think he. I think he had like a ninety-five yard touchdown. And uh, that that basically knocked me out. I, I was I was set. I was in. And he had the ninety five yard touchdown, and I got knocked out. <laughs> uh, but uh, it, you know some other guys that are really like noteworthy for the Chiefs. I mean, obviously uh, you had touched on Travis Kelsey uh, behind Gronk. Uh, he is he is in that tier. Uh, I, I know a lot of mock drafts and fantasy rankings. He's right there in a tier with with Zach Ertz. Uh, as being like the second and third best tight ends in fantasy football, uh, I, I look for Ertz to be that security blanket that uh, Mahomes needs in the middle of the defense uh, when he's attacking downfield. Uh, Kelsey has shown that he has the speed to run away from people. Uh, I think he's had he had a thousand yards over the last two seasons. Yeah, I mean he's uh, he's going to get you yards. I, I think that his touchdown uh, ceiling hasn't even quite been reached yet. I could see him scoring more touchdowns. Um, Kareem Hunt, uh, obviously in the running game, led the league in rushing yards last year. Even though in the middle of the season he had a couple games where he he struggled a little bit. Honestly, I I, I don't know. I, I think again, uh, Andy Reid, a good a good coach, one of the best coaches in the league. But I, he sometimes forgets that who the best players on his team are, yeah. and he just stops feeding them. He did the same thing with Jamal Charles. Uh, I, I like Hunt a lot. I mean, he's a guy that. Uh, you know, I, I think late first, uh, early second round, he's a good pick, uh, standard or PPR format. Um, Elliot or anybody anybody else that you're really uh, targeting for the you're, Chiefs? You're nailing it for me. Uh, Kareem Hunt's always going to have a soft spot in my heart because I drafted him on the majority of my teams last year, and he served me well, especially in that opening game against New England. Yeah. That, that was, was his coming out party, that man. Was that was not expected, but I certainly took it with open arms. <laughs> As you said, Mahomes is armed with weapons all over the field. If he can just maintain the turnovers, because we do get negative points in fantasy for turnovers, so if he can negate some of those, he's got Travis Kelsey, who's going to be a top three tight end for you. He's got Kareem Hunt, who was an RB1 last year. He's got 
Tyreek Hill, who was a wide receiver one, now there are some questions whether Tyreek Hill can sustain his efficiency and his mm-hmm. touchdown rate if he has regression coming his way, but Mahomes and him fit each other's style. Mahomes either wants to get it out quick or sling it downfield. That mm-hmm. fits perfectly. It, it does fit perfectly so, with him. And uh, I think Tyreek Hill is the ultimate like player that can do more with less. Like He doesn't yeah. need the volume, like the targets, like right. these number one receivers get to give you a big fantasy payoff. Exactly. I, we touched on the speed, uh, but I mean that explosiveness in the open field. It, I mean he could he could catch one pass on the day and get you 15 fantasy points. Right. So I mean it's he's a guy that definitely could. You know, pay off and help you win some fantasy championships if you're willing to to suffer through like some of the slow weeks if if he doesn't mm-hmm. uh, catch a touchdown or break a long one. Absolutely, I'm I'm with you there. And if you're worried about Kareem Hunt as maybe being a one year wonder, having a soft, sophomore slump, Andy Reid always produces good running back numbers. So as long as Kareem Hunt stays healthy, he's going to produce. So feel feel safe taking him in the first or early second round. All right. So I got a couple fantasy questions for you then. How high are we thinking on Travis Kelsey? I mean, he is in the tight end slot. A lot of people hesitate to take tight ends outside of Gronk very high. Yeah. How, how, how early are we, are we thinking here for Travis Kelsey? Because, I mean, he really was. Last year he was one of the most impressive tight ends in the league. Yeah, I would, I've got him pegged like late third through fourth round, somewhere in there. Okay. Yeah, I, I would agree with Elliot. I think uh, I mean, Kelsey's got the upside. Uh, to perform up, up to like a you know wide receiver one, wide receiver two numbers every week. Uh, I think his floor is pretty high. I think he's going to be heavily involved with that offense, and he's a matchup nightmare. He's got the speed to beat any linebacker or corner that, or safety that tries to check in one on one. I think again, as I I'd said, I think he he will be Mahomes' uh, security blanket in the middle of the field. Um, yeah, Elliot said third, fourth round. That's uh, that's where I feel comfortable taking him. Okay. Um, also, the second question, in those two quarterback leagues, this is an interesting yeah. one because this is I, I get to go through this with, with Elliot this year in the uh, Caverns Country Club um, inaugural season. That's right. And uh, so I'm looking forward to that. But where do we rank Pat Mahomes? Is he a QB1 option? In, he's, I mean, he's, I'm not – so this is like in a 10-team league. Let's just let's just go ahead and lay it out there. In a ten team league, is he a QB one or is he gonna be a QB two? I think he slides a little bit outside QB one in ten team leagues. Twelve teams, that's right borderline. That's that's about where I have him in in the twelve to fifteen range. Yeah. But uh he certainly has the upside. As yeah. we said, he he's surrounded with weapons, so if he puts it all together, he could even vault into maybe the top eight. Right. So it's it's an upside play for sure. What do you think, Aaron? Uh, I, I would agree with Elliot. I would say a little bit outside of the QB1 range, uh, but high upside QB2 that could enter that, that QB1 range. I think that, I mean, he could, uh, on accident, he could fall into 20-plus touchdowns just with the the amount of playmakers mm-hmm. around him. Uh, I mean, he's if he was a little bit more mobile with his legs, I, I could definitely see him in that yeah. QB1 tier. I, I mean, Really, Mahomes is the definition of a gunslinger. Yeah. He is, uh, he's got the arm strength and well, arm talent in general just to put the ball wherever he wants to. And the confidence and seem, seemingly carelessness to just fire away. Yeah, <laughs> that, 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 which they've uh, kind of comped him with you know, that mindset and the arm strength to like a little, little bit of Brett Favre, honestly. Mm-hmm. A little yeah. bit of a Brett Favre and with an uh, attitude of, uh, of Jay Cutler. Um, Another thing that I think you should watch out for, and this will just wrap us up for the Chiefs and we'll go on here in a minute, but um, 
we talked about the, how bad that defense is. I think he's going to be in a lot of shootouts. He's going to have to throw the football yes. quite a bit. So yeah, that was my next um, point. Yep. So I think that's I think that's an interesting thing to watch. So that'll do it for the Chiefs. Well, wait, uh, man, we got a surprise here. I think Jared's going to call in. Oh, Jarrett's calling in? Yeah. Yep, is, is he going to talk about the Chiefs? Yep. He said, he said that was fine to do. So. Oh, boy. This is going to turn into the long show. Surprise appearance from DJ McKay. This is unbelievable. This is uh, – we're, we're, we're innovating here on 9 to 5. Jarrett McKay up way past his bedtime. And I'll say that to his face as soon as he picks oh, up here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Way past his bedtime here on 9 to 5 Sports, our usual host, Jared McKay, is going to join us in to talk about the Chiefs. Talk about the Chiefs real quick, Jared, just to throw you on uh, on the spot. It on the spot. Um, <laughs> yeah. Well, the first thing that comes to mind with the Chiefs is definitely the quarterback situation going on there. They're going to go with uh, Pat Mahomes to fill in for the headback. Uh, Right, Alex Smith. Uh, I think they've got the potential on offense to be the best offense in that division if Mahomes can play well. Uh, they, they got talent on the outside. Uh, with I think they got Sammy. Is that right? Yeah, they got Sammy Watkins and they've got Tyreek Hill and, and then obviously Travis Kelsey at tight end. They talented running back Kareem Hunt. Of course, Travis Kelsey at top two or three tight end in the league. Um, so Mahomes has the talent around him. I think he's got the potential firepower as a playmaker to spark that offense, but uh, I'm a little concerned with the defense. I'm also concerned with how Andy Reid just had this team playing well in the regular season, uh, but the Chiefs have not been very successful in the playoffs as of recently, especially uh, last in one of our previous shows about how they played the Titans and looked to have the game under control and then just lost it. Yep. All right, so I'll bounce this off of you, Jarrett. Um, you say you say Andy couldn't get it done in the playoffs. Do you think that had some to do with Alex Smith, and do you think Mahomes can get them over that hump? Uh, you know, you, you got all this blame around it. Uh, I don't believe that you can always have it on one person. So, yeah, Alex Smith is going to take some. Andy Reid is going to take some. But uh, it, it, it was the defense as well. Uh, I think Mahomes can be that piece. Is he going to put in the first year? Uh, I probably wouldn't bet on that. I, I think right now probably have the Chargers, uh, barring injury, to, to probably take that division. And then, of course, the, the Raiders with John Gruden, I think, can help their car elevate that offense as well but I think given time I think Andy Reid works well with quarterbacks uh, he did a pretty good job in my opinion with Donovan McNabb and Alex Smith so I think uh, give him a couple years if they can keep those weapons around get some draft picks to rebuild the defense yeah I think he could be the guy to uh, put the Chiefs back at the top of that division here in a couple years I like it I'm with you on that well, there you, you heard the uh, first ever call in here on 9 to 5 Sports. We'll be right back with the second place team in last year's division. And uh, I'm sure we'll call Jarrett just right back, too. So uh, we'll be talking about the Los Angeles. I'm going to have to not say San Diego. I, I continue to say it because it's, it's just been that way my entire life. We'll talk about the L.A. Chargers when we come back on 9 to 5.
Yeah, we're going to take a little trip out to California, and we're going to talk about the L.A., not the San Diego, but the L.A. Superchargers. Finished second in last year's division. Um, but we're very, very exciting. Uh, a good team to watch. Uh, had a lot of bad luck there happen to them early on in the year, um, things of that nature. So I think it's only fitting that we allow James to go ahead and talk about his team first. That's going to be a bad Or do idea. we want to save him for last? Do what you like. No, do what you want. You guys go ahead. You're the guest. You All go right. ahead. Let, let's well, hear the criticism. Yeah, we, we can do the criticisms and things of that nature, and you can answer them. So, um, Elliot, you want to start us off this time? Uh, I'm going to have very few criticisms for you this year, James. I'm I'm pretty high on this team. Phillip Rivers always been an underrated quarterback in my mind, always been solid. He does tend to throw interceptions from time to time, but he yes. wins games. He's a winner in my book. That's for you, Cole Schuler. I know you love Phillip Rivers. Um, Melvin Gordon, of course, been a staple at running back for them for the last few years. Um, their offensive line has been a weakness in recent years, but they've worked to improve that in the, through the draft and free agency. So I, I like what I'm seeing there. They did lose Hunter Henry. That would be the only knock. Uh, have yet to re-sign Antonio Gates. They don't really have a tight end of note as of right now. But I love their receiving core. Keenan Allen, uh, Tyrell Williams. Mike Williams, who pretty much lost Watch his rookie season last year. I saw saying. the catch he made last night. That Watch was incredible. Um, but, yeah, I just really like this team, especially offensively. Their defense is solid with Bosa, Ingram. Uh, they got Perriman at linebacker. They addressed safety in the draft this year with Derwin James. They did lose Verrett, their sub-corner, uh, to a season-ending injury, unfortunately, in the preseason. But they have Casey Hayward still, who was a lockdown corner last year. So there's lots to like on this on this LA Chargers team on both sides of the ball at every level. So they're easily my favorite for the division, and I think they win upwards of 10, 11 games. Uh, Robbie? Um, I've got them first. Um, I'm going to say, I'll start off by saying I, I think they're going to win 11 games. Okay. I think they'll be 11 and 5 at the end of the year. Uh, so the Chiefs at 6 to 9. All right, so it's from a second place team. Um, <laughs> Philip Rivers, he's good. I like it. I like how he likes to talk trash. Um, <laughs> I was sad when they let Antonio Gates go. I hope they sign him back. So I always like playing with him on Madden. <laughs> uh, when, Henry, when Henry went down, that could be a big – Oh, by the way, folks, hold on. Hold on a minute. Before we get into this, and I'm going to bring up the first mention of them tonight, but the Cowboys. We play – okay, me and Robbie play Madden for the first time the other night. Terrible game, by the way. First of all, guess what? He, guess what? The first thing he does is he goes to the rosters and he signs Des Bryant. Oh yeah, that's when he I signed made Des. I know. No, no. On oh, my we, franchise, I, I, that's when Dad's running the show. <laughs> We're not gonna do that. That's when he signed Des Bryant. Daddy's back running. to the Cowboys. Be realistic. Daddy's running the show. <laughs> he would have never been cut. Daddy Jerry said no. Well, the Browns said it's because no. Daddy Jerry is sometimes brainwashed by his. Incapable son, Stephen. Oh, my God. All right. So, anyway. you, incapable son, Stephen, recommended they not draft Johnny Manziel. Good move, Stephen. I can't say say what I want to say about Stephen Jones, okay? But that's another time, another story for another day. Yeah, back to the Um, L.A. Chargers. uh, Their defense is going to be really good. I think the defense could maybe be better than the offense when they – they drafted Derwin James. I wanted the Cowboys to get him. We were on the way to Boston. I remember hearing that. Um, 
The offense, you've got Melvin Gordon. He he's really good. He's not quite Ezekiel, but it sounded like a traumatic experience. By the way, it wasn't fun because he was like slipping, and then yeah, you know, it was like one pick away. Charge to do that. A little um, blue ball action. Yeah, a little blue ball. Hey, here you go. <laughs> Oh, hang on. Dealing with me, it'd be big blue balls, but... Um. All right. All right. <laughs> I, you know what? I said we weren't going to do it this week, but it slipped into it. There it is. Uh, but I think they... I wouldn't say easily win the division. I think I have another team that's going to fight them for it. And so I think they're going to be around 10 wins, but I'll save that for later. But Phillip Rivers is the best quarterback in the division by far. So I'll leave it at that there. Here? Yeah, Robbie just touched on it. Uh, Philip Rivers, best quarterback in the division. That's what, definitely what I was going to lead off with. I think that, you know, the best, really the best quarterback in any division, normally that team is, is fighting for the uh, for that league title. Uh, I think that they win the division. At, uh, I'm going to say an 11-5 record. I think, you know, with the offense, with as they said, Melvin Gordon, uh, Keenan Allen, which no one has really uh, – I know Elliot had mentioned him. But you know other other receivers that they have with Tyrell Williams, Mike Williams, losing Hunter Henry is is a big loss because after Antonio Gates' retirement, uh, he was going to take the reins this year as, as tight end one for that team. Uh, at defense is going to be really really good. I know losing uh, Jason Verrett on the outside of the second corner is going to hurt. Uh, Hayward, as Elliot said, lockdown corner. Derwin James, I think, is the steal of the draft. I think that him going. Down, what was it, 17? Is that yeah, what it felt yeah. to? I, I, that is just the bargain of the first round, in my opinion. Sean um, Taylor of today. Oh. Let's not get carried away here. Okay. Yeah, he hasn't played a you don't, snap yet. You don't want that. With the pass rushing combo of Melvin Ingram and Joey Bosa, uh, I mean, I, Cameron Jordan, who plays for the Saints, uh, oh, they interviewed him because they're having a joint practice with the Chargers, and he said that. Uh, he thinks that that combo is elite, and it's similar to the one that the Broncos had with Von Miller and Demarcus Ware several years ago in the Broncos. Yeah, it's going to be an exciting defense to watch for sure. Uh, you know, basically, I'm going to turn it over to James here in a minute um, because basically all I'm going to say is that it's piggybacking on everybody else. It's just they're they're going to be good. Um, I, you know, when we were talking about this division um, before the show, we. I, didn't think that all of us would have one team winning it. Um, we all always seem to be in consensus on on who we think is going to win it. I think the Chargers are going to have a coming out party this year. Um, I think this is going to be one of their their best years in recent memory. I think they win 12 games. Um, the reason for that being is they were so close last year. They were a very good team last year. And they lost some games early on in the season that were heartbreakers. And they lost um, with, that one on a field goal. They lost two. They lost a field couple goal. on a field goal. Games. But the, I know which one he's talking about. To the about. Broncos. To the Broncos on Monday night. The Nobody opening should night. The opening night. But they Young made. Young but, Ho, they, Ho, but they made it. But that was not his fault because Young they got blocked. It was, it was Dan, Dan Feeney lit lit the uh, lit the guy in. But the next but he made week, the first. He made the first, made the first attempt. One yeah. Iced yeah. And then it got blocked the second time. Yeah. And yeah. Then it screwed him for the whole year. Yeah. yeah. Well, that was. Uh, but they just that he was a YouTube sensation. Young right? not so cool. Speaking yeah. of kickers, I'm pretty sure Roberto, Roberto Aguayo is winning the Chargers yeah. kicking game, and which is going to be an interesting thing to watch too. I think that could be a lot of missed points. Uh, to, Aguayo struggled 
in Tampa. He really, really he is. Really everywhere, everywhere he's been. Especially Especially which for how high I, see, I didn't even know he was in Chicago. Yeah, it shocked me because he was so good in college. Oh, he was, in the ACC, I watched him at Florida State. As I mean, automatic as he automatic. But yeah. to, to me, hearing that, like Anthony Lynn said he was going to have two kickers, one for field goals, one for kickoffs. And if you're going to waste well, a, a roster, roster spot oh, yeah. on kickoffs, like I love Anthony Lynn, but come on. Come yeah, on, yeah, probably not one of your smarter moves. But again, I'm going to say, Chargers win the division, fun. win 12 games. I've seen pictures of Melvin Gordon. He's looking huge coming into this season. His arms. James showed me a picture of him the other day. He's, he, I mean, his arms are huge. Um, I, I just think this is a fun team to watch, and uh, so I'll turn it over to James. Well, Chargers finishing the season last year nine and seven, coming second place, one game behind the Chiefs, and like we just said, they lost the first two games. From a kick. Yeah, Dan Feeney lit a guy through, got blocked. Young Hoku, maybe he could have got it off quicker. I don't know. Second game, missed it. Yeah. I mean, right there. They were messing may, around with may, the YouTube sensation kicker. May, yeah, for real. Like, I, let's be real. That, that's just not <laughs> It's not what you need. Dan yeah. Feeney's not the guy you talk to. Dan right? Feeney is the guy. Shout out Dan Feeney. Yeah, okay, it is. Somehow awesome. mom is friends with his mom. <laughs> he responds to me on Instagram. It's awesome. <laughs> but... Looks like Roberto Aguayo, our guy this year. Hopefully we don't waste two roster spots, like I just said. Rivers finished second in the league last year, right behind Tom Brady in passing yards. Rivers is slinging, showing no sign of age. Neither's I mean, Tom. He's, neither's Tom. I, I, I can't deny that. <laughs> can't deny that. I can't deny that at all. Um, I love where we got Derwin James in the draft this year. Did, I didn't see it happening. That's who I wanted, but really, is he going to fall to 17? Yeah, if I'd have told you at the beginning yeah, of, uh, that's of the draft yeah. saying, hey, man, uh, you're going to get Derwin James at 17, I, I think it would be a little hard to believe. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, he was there. I couldn't have been more tickled. Robbie was mad. It's <laughs> I just right. wanted to run off the road. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, <laughs> uh, that's always good to know. Um, obviously, with the loss of Hunter Henry and Jason Verrett, two big-name players to me, uh, Knowing how good Derwin James has been doing in training camp and all, that really uh, kind of eases the pain of that. And also, um, I believe it was 2016, 2017, we drafted uh, Forrest Lamp. Uh, I believe his second round guard. Uh, he should be back this year. He's looking good. Um, I love Lamp. I love, I love <laughs> I Lamp. Love I love Lamp. <laughs> that should be. Um, in my opinion, on the defensive side. I love you, baby. <laughs> Melvin Gordon and uh, Joey Bosa are the most elite pass-rushing duo in the league. I'm sorry about this chair. I'm going to have to get out of it. (laughs) The most most prolific? Duo. Huh? Mm, Most prolific pass-rush duo in the league. They combined for 23 sacks last year. Uh. Marcus Lawrence had 16 by himself. Cool. Okay. How many other guys have? Yeah. Yeah, six or so. Oh, no. God. But yeah. what? Uh, yeah. No. The Chargers are way better than the Cowboys in every aspect, including running back, including offensive Not linebacker. coaching. Jason Garrett. <laughs> I'm not taking up for Jason Garrett. All right. Where these guys are so good, Ingram and Bosa, we really struggle on the inside. Where Now, listen to this. We have Corey Legit, Brandon Meebane. Since 2013, have combined seven sacks. Woo! Yes, yeah, nice. a lot of interior pass rushing. Yes, there. the and like, and not only are they bad at pass rushing, their run defense. I think we were third worst in the league yeah, last yeah. year. And let's be real, we're in a division with Kareem Hunt. Uh, used to be Priest Priest Holmes. <laughs> I mean, 
This uh, Marshawn Lynch. Mar- yeah, Marshawn Lynch now. Um, CJ Anderson, Anderson. LOL. Yeah. Um, but, but let's be real. That's uh, that hurts. Um, but hopefully we can shut the pass down and something will happen with the run because it has not looked good. Um, I love. I lo- excuse me. I like Anthony Lynn, but I love Gus Bradley. Gus Bradley with Seahawk with the Seahawks was outstanding, and it's only getting better in Los Angeles. Um, I'm just going to say Chargers are first and will be first. I'll put any amount of money on it. Mm. 11 wins. At Adam. At, hey, he makes at, a lot. He's, he's on the railroad, folks. He makes a lot of money. If you're listening in and you want to take him on. It's not true at all. <laughs> <laughs> but I will say Chargers ceiling 12 to 13. I'm saying the lowest we walk away with is 10 wins this year. Woo! Big gear like for the Sandy yeah. or mm, LA oh, Chargers. Oh. That was my first mess up. Uh, and if let me add one more thing. Go ahead. Everyone is is riding. I even ride the Melvin Gordon train. But let me tell you, this is this was just his first thousand yard season. His first what was it? His rookie season he had six hundred yards, never scored a touchdown. Then the next year nine hundred and ninety seven yards, three yards short of breaking that thousand. To me, I think he's good, but I'm still not sold. I prom- I think any guy, not any guy, but. I think that first year really left a sour taste it, in, in your mouth. Well, it's it not left. hard to get a thousand anymore. No, and that's that's exactly what I'm saying. He was somewhere in the ballpark of 1,100 yards, which is great. I'll take it every year, but I'm not sold on Melvin Gordon. These pictures I showed Ty looks like an absolute beast. Yep. But he better prove it on the field. Well, I hope it's easy to get a thousand yard rushing. I'll take a thousand yard rusher in Washington this year because I can tell you what. <laughs> I, think I don't know easy. who it's going to be. You could you could give me money if I guessed it right. Oh. Well, we have three on our roster right well, now. Bringing we're in we're bringing in Peterson to visit tomorrow. We've already visited with Darkwa and uh, and Jamal Charles. I hope to God we don't go with Jamal Charles. It's been forever since he's been relevant. Uh, anyway, we'll we'll talk about the uh, fantasy aspects of the L.A. Chargers. Um, what you want me to call it, Jared? Now? You've heard the, uh, yeah, uh, yeah. I guess we can get call this Jared. welcoming. Andrew. Hello. Hello. <laughs> this is the kind of things you deal with. When Honestly, he might go to bed, but how about how about he doesn't make it all the it's way through? It's past his time. Oh. You have reached the sprint voicemail box. Yeah. Oh. Thousand dollar rusher in Washington. <laughs> That's gonna Clint be Portis. Christmas miracle. Alex Smith. Yeah. Oh, Reading that option. Oh my God. They'd have better luck finding Jimmy Hoffa and getting him out there. Well, we might well, not I told be you, I know where Jimmy Hoffa's at. Yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. talked about that. Did he answer? I think he did. Still with us, <laughs> barely here on 9 to 5 Sports. It's 11.39 for this teacher uh, on a school night even. Uh, but he's showing you the love he has for 9 to 5. Still joining us. Jared, how we feeling? Uh, we're feeling pretty motivated, and we're tired. Yeah, you, you sound real motivated, my friend. Anyway, how about those L.A. Chargers? Uh, I think you mentioned it in the last segment. Uh, I think that you've got them winning the division. Um, so so go ahead and uh, and hash out that a little bit. Well, I still think Philip Rivers is a, is a quality quarterback, and that's, you know, if you're – Pick someone to win the division or be successful in the league. I think Goddard in the team, and I, I still believe that Rivers has a two or three more years of solid quarterback play. But 
Um, I think they've got a good culture going on there. They're, they're, they're starting to, uh, I think they've, they've had some unlucky breaks due to injuries, but uh, they're especially in Allen is well, he's a good receiver. I think him and Rivers have good chemistry. But, um, of course, now that I can't tight end, they've had a dream like in there, but I think they're going to be all right with leadership. Folks, for Jarrett, we'll uh, let you get an early uh, exit here. We're going to talk about the fantasy aspect now. What, uh, what time are you leaving in the morning? 6.30? We can talk about this afterwards. <laughs> you're, you're leaving at 6? Boy, I, I tell you what, folks, we've lost it. Oh, we've long, lost it here on 9 to 5 Sports. We've lost the, 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 the ship. Um, you know, Jared is our normal leader, and when he's around, there's no nonsense. And now you got Robbie holding the conversation on the phone on the show. All right, well, on we'll the show. Are you kidding me? The baby's. Are you kidding me? The baby has dropped the. We're talking about the best team. Are you joking me? All right, we're talking. Yeah, we're talking about the 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 one the best the divisional champions. All right, no, we're not. We're not. know the Patriots. Oh, here we go. All right, we're talking about the fantasy Chargers. We're talking about the fantasy aspect. of the L.A. Chargers. Why don't we go to Super Bowl? You don't want please, that. please, children. <laughs> L.A. Chargers. Order in the court. He don't want that, I'll bet. L.A. Chargers. Not even your team. we got Phillip Rivers. Oh. Obviously, we've talked about him a bunch. Uh, we've talked about uh, Melvin Gordon. Um, so, who do you guys believe the most in? And, and how good, how good fantasy-wise, is that defense? Do they have the corners to come up with interceptions? Do they have um, the guys to come up with fumbles and, and things of that nature? Uh, I think with their uh, – starting off, I guess – you know, kind of go in reversal. We've been talking about all these skill players, but with this defense, I think that, that their offense is going to be so explosive and they're going to be putting up a good amount of points every game. These teams, you know, both and Ingram will be able to pin their ears back, get after quarterbacks. Uh, again, lockdown corner with Casey Hayward, good safety play. I look for them to force a lot of turnovers. Um, as far as, you know, we had touched on uh, Phillip Rivers, one of the most consistent quarterbacks in the league over the last uh, decade, really. Uh, a guy that if you're you know if you're a fan of, of waiting on quarterbacks, uh, he is somebody who I would definitely be targeting late. I mean, a guy who's going to be piloting one of the best offenses in the league, and then you can get him pretty cheap. I mean, you can get him like tenth round. I mean, he's going like around like ADP. He's going around guys like Matt Stafford, another one who I really like. Uh, you know, just a, a guy you know who you know what he's going to do every week. You don't really have to second guess it. Uh, Elliot, anybody? That, uh, yeah, I'm with you on that. Uh, Phillip Rivers, always a reliable option at fantasy quarterback. Uh, he's going to pile up yards. He's he's efficient in the red zone. So that's what you're looking for. Um, Melvin Gordon, obviously going to be one of your top maybe six to eight running backs off the I board. I think he's finished the top eight running back the last two years. Yeah, fantasy. yeah. And I only look for him to improve with the improved offensive line, with the improved team. As you said, the defense – 
should force turnovers, should get them in favorable field positions. Mm-hmm. So, and as we said, missing Hunter Henry in the red zone, those targets have to go somewhere. Melvin Gordon is more than capable of receiving out of the backfield. So. Well, he well as far as you you talk about receiving over the past three years, uh, since his rookie season, his catch rate or his amount of catches per season has went up every year. I think he okay. went from catching uh, forty balls uh, two years ago to around like fifty eight, I think, last year. So he, you know the offensive involvement like in the passing game is there. I looked at it. I think Warren Sharp has said that the Chargers have the third softest schedule against run, uh, for running backs this year. So, I mean, Gordon, again, with you know a good offense and a good defense, I think they're going to be salting games away late. Robbie, you have um, something to say? Yeah. I was looking at these stats from last year. Gordon had 1,100 yards last year. I said that, yeah. Oh, I thought you. He said it was his first thousand. Yeah, his first thousand. I thought you were predicting this was his first. No, no. Last year was sorry, my bad. I thought you were saying this was his first. Yeah, so Gordon, Gordon, I think is a safe first round pick for you this year. He's him and Fournette are kind of a tit for tat for me. They're both in that same coin flip. But Keenan Allen is the guy I really want this year. Yeah, I agree. Missing out on Hunter Henry, Keenan Allen's going to be your consistent targets. All the way up and down the field, not only in the red zone. You better but take him early Tuesday. Between the twenties as well. The Chargers so. with, with with that being said, us drafting Tuesday, I'm even scared to say this, but I can promise you that if Mike Williams is there, obviously not super early, <laughs> but he will be he will be on my team because I promise you he will be a top. Oh, he'll, he'll be he'll be a top twenty receiver. I'm gonna make a bold prediction right now. I think Mike Williams catches ten touchdowns. Absolutely. Ooh. Well, here's Absolutely. here's the thing. What what's Keenan Allen's biggest problem been? Injury. And exactly. And if something happens, he's Phillip due one. Mike Williams is going to go bananas. He's due. He's due. <laughs> he's he's oh, a Charger. Well, I'm he's a Charger fan. Injury. I know how this. If goes. you look at Keenan Allen, his injury history, it's just Playing it's just off the wall stuff. I mean, it's a non-contact ACL injury, a lacerated kidney, and a broken collarbone. I mean, it's stuff that does not happen. Receivers don't break collarbones. Yeah, it, this, like a, a broken collarbone for a quarterback. Yeah, that's that's pretty common. Yeah. But for a receiver, not so much. But, I mean, Keenan's going to be drafted as a top seven fantasy wide receiver, and he should be because he's going to be the number one go-to uh, – he's going to be the go-to option on one of the best prolific offenses in the league. Uh, I think that skill set-wise, I, I really comp him and Stephen, uh, or Stephon Diggs, like their skill set to kind of Antonio Brown. I know mm-hmm. they, that neither one of those guys have put up the numbers of Brown, but the way I see that comparison is that both of those are guys who – and size-wise, they match up well to him. But you know, no, like none of those guys are big, imposing targets. Uh, can't really, you know, not really burners necessarily. But they're just, you know, workout freaks. Mm-hmm. Like they're constantly just, you know, probably those those guys might be the three best route runners in the league, and just constantly finding ways to get open. Uh, good catch rate, but I, I really like uh, Keenan Allen a lot this year. Yeah, Keenan had a breakout game last year against the Dallas Cowboys on Thanksgiving, and there's nothing that I was more thankful for on that day. Oh, boy. I think the only thing that holds Keenan back thankful. a little bit is the touchdown upside because as well as Mike Williams has looked in the preseason so far and Melvin Gordon being so involved in the red zone, I think Melvin, Melvin was like third in uh, red zone attempts mm-hmm. last year in rushing. Uh, I, I just think that it, it's it's going to be a scary offense. It's, it, it's great from a team perspective. Yeah. I love it. But yeah. fantasy, like like you were talking about, uh, that is maybe Keenan's downfall. I think fantasy-wise, this is one of the more fun divisions to talk about. Absolutely. There's a lot of good, talented offensive players in this league. I'm with you guys. So to recap, Melvin Gordon, first-round pick. Keenan Allen, second-round pick. Mike Williams, later-round flyer. 
and Philip Rivers always a steady 10 to 15 quarterback range. You, you print those flyers out? Absolutely. I'll have it posted on the wall for us Tuesday night when we will be hosting our Big League 2 fantasy draft, which we will recap in our next show. Absolutely. Looking forward to that. Well, imagine who won that last year. Oh, here we go. First one you've won in any of the three leagues. Because you had Todd Gurley. still, I won my All right, hold on. We're going to have this conversation off air. All right, we're going to have this conversation off air. We're already running late on this one as well. So uh, when we come back, we'll talk about the Oakland Raiders. Yeah, we'd be We're going to be talking about Oakland here on 9 to 5 now. Uh, we've already discussed both L.A. and the Kansas City Chiefs. So now it's time for the new, uh, newly led Oakland Raiders. The Raiders. The Raiders. They're back to having Chucky at the helm as uh, he, he led them um, back I guess that was in the 90s, wasn't it? It's been a while now, right? I think it was early 2000s. Early 2000s? Yeah. Very early, yeah. like 01. Yeah. yeah, because he ended up winning a Super Bowl with Tampa Bay not too long mm. after he left yeah, Oakland. Yeah. That was like the, that was yeah. like the first Super Bowl I remember. Okay, okay. Yeah, that was, a, that was one of the first few Super Bowls I can remember mm-hmm. You know, as a sports fan growing up. It's a shame um, he was the one behind it. Yeah. I just remember a big deal being made about Chucky. But um, he comes into a pretty good situation. Uh, Oakland... Uh, you know, pretty close last year as well. Um, had some injuries. Uh, Got to keep Derek Carr healthy. That's I think that's uh, a, a big thing. But uh, uh, so, guys, we've already discussed the Chiefs and the Chargers and where we think they'll finish. Robbie, I think you've already alluded to the the Raiders finishing second in this division. Yeah, I think they're gonna. I really think they're better than the Chiefs. I think they're gonna easily be second, and I think their ceiling is to win it. But I picked the Chargers. Um, I think it's going to be a game or two separates the winner and loser. Two games at the very most. But I think it's going to be about a game. Uh, if you look at it, Marshawn Lynch, I expect a big year out of him with Gruden coming back. Um, he his, The whole second half of last season, he averaged five and a half yards a carry. People don't know that. It kind of went under the radar because the Raiders struggled. But with Gruden, Carr will be better. You can expect the 2016 version of Carr, I think, more than the 2017 version. He was in the MVP considerations. Yeah. 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 I really hated it that year for him, though. I think he's going to be good. Um, Cooper, he's never quite lived up to what he should have been. Amari Cooper? Yeah. He was supposed to be a... He's still good. He's, he's been, good, yeah, he's been but I mean, he very was supposed solid. to be a superstar. Last year was rough for yeah, He's yeah. underwhelmed from what yeah. he, well, was he was supposed. Yeah. yeah. He, he, he was supposed to be a Julio Jones, that kind of yeah. guy. And he's just never lived up to that. Now, he could he could break out into it this year with the new offensive coach. Jack Del Rio. You when know, you lost Michael Crabtree, too. So that's going to give some targets back well, to yeah. Amari Cooper. You gained Jordy Nelson. Yeah, and Mark that's true. We'll see. Well, he he struggled to run routes, but um, <laughs> you've got I, I, John Gruden. I think he's a good coach, good to great coach. You won't find I can think I can name one worse announcer than him, and that's uh, Chris Collinsworth. Oh boy! But Gruden, it's, I think he's a good Tony coach. Romo. Tony Romo is not good either, and I'll say that. Jared will disagree, but. I want to pick the Raiders to win it, but I think they're going to be good. Um, Khalil Mack, if he shows up, obviously that's a big bonus points, but they're going to be a little weak on the defensive side. The offensive line's great. It's, it, 
I'll put it up there at the top three. Cowboys, Eagles, Giants, or Cowboys, Eagles, Raiders, in any order you want to say it. They're the best three lines. So, I really expect big things. I don't know about you all, but I think they first, second, one of the two. Yeah, and it's, it's interesting that you mentioned Khalil Mack, obviously a prolific pass rusher out there um, in Oakland, but has not spoken to John Gruden uh, since Gruden has got the job there um, with the Raiders. So, guys, is that, uh, is, that, is that a big story? Is that not that big a story? Do you think it's all going to be something that they laugh at at the end of the season? Aaron, I'll, I'll go I, with you. So answer that question, and then you can you can kind of talk about. I, I think that's I think that's a huge story. I mean, you think a, a guy who is arguably one of the I, I would, what would you say maybe five best defensive players in the sport. Yeah. Uh, you know, not talking to his head coach. Uh, I mean, they've talked about trading him. Uh, I don't I don't know. I'm sure you could get a big haul for him, but a player that you know key to your success, especially like in a pass rushing position. I don't know if you could trade him. I don't know. I, I guess it, it's contract. It's, it's the uh, what contract negotiations that are what's holding him up. The only reason coming. I think he'll play just because the NFL lets you find them so heavily for every game they miss. Oh, I think he got fined like eight hundred thousand dollars for missing that. Uh, yeah, like I, I know Earl, Earl Thomas is already up to two million in fines. Good God! So if he doesn't get traded, he has to pay it to the Seahawks. But uh, Max probably around the same boat. As as far as where the Raiders finish, uh, I, I think you know Brandon Gruden will help. I, I think he he's definitely an upgrade over uh, Jack Del Rio. I mean, yeah, he's, he's a Jaguar. He's a he's a coach who has has a Super Bowl ring. I know he's it's been a long time since he's uh, since he's coached, but uh, I don't think he definitely he obviously knows the game. You listen to him talk on Monday Night Football. The man knows the game. Uh, I think Carr. I, I I look for him to bounce back a little bit. The problem with Carr and these offenses when Jack Del Rio was there, he just didn't push the ball down the field. Like in his four NFL seasons, he hasn't averaged over seven yards per, per attempt like down the field. He does not throw the ball downfield. And I think that's one thing that's kind of stunned Amari Cooper's growth, a guy who's got the speed to take it to the house any, any time. To take the top um, off the defense. Yeah. I, I think the defense is, is, as we talked about with the Chiefs earlier, the defense is going to be a big crutch to this team. I think they got enough offensive talent. To, to work around it, I, I see them. I don't see them having the offensive ceiling that the Chiefs do, but I see them finishing seven and nine or eight and eight. I think they'll be decent, but not good. So, Robbie, I mean, you've been very critical of the Chiefs' defense. Mm-hmm. If they have to trade Khalil Mack or he holds out for the entire season, which would be unprecedented and is not going to happen in all reality, but say the Raiders are without Khalil Mack this year on defense, you still believe that they have a better chance at winning that division than the star-studded offense of the Kansas City Chiefs? Yeah, I do. I, I just think um, – I'm, I'm just higher on the Raiders than the Chiefs, really. I don't – the Chiefs I – don't, I don't, maybe it's, it's Mahomes is a first-year quarterback. Something just doesn't seem right to me. The defense – now, I have heard the Raiders are one of the teams, too, looking at um, Earl Thomas. Hmm. If they could get him, that would really help them out. Now, if they would get him, I would maybe consider putting them ahead of the Chiefs. The, you talking about the Chargers? Oh, you, you've Raiders. got them behind I'll the Chiefs. I'll go ahead and put that down now that I think Earl Thomas would I'd maybe put them ahead of the Chiefs for a second. By week okay. one. If they would get to get Earl Thomas. He's, because, yeah. I mean, that a player like that adding to your defense, if you were able to, to keep Mac and get Thomas – I mean, that that would instantly bump them up in my book. They're saying Earl Thomas could be had for a second. So you've got you've got 
let's just recap real quick. You've got Chargers in first. I've got Chargers in like, third. Chargers are like 11 wins, Raiders 10, Chiefs 8 to 9 wins. Okay. Aaron, you've got. So far, I've got Chargers at 11 and 5, uh, Chiefs at 9 and 7, and Raiders, I'm going to say 8 and 8. 8 and 8. Okay. Yeah. I like, um, you don't have to quite give your predictions so far, but um, go ahead and break down the. The Oakland uh, Raiders. The Raiders, as Berman would say. Um, so obviously, the big story for the Raiders is John Gruden and Khalil Mack. Uh, that's your franchise player other than your quarterback, Derek Carr. But this is huge. But I think you could say that Khalil Mack is definitely the best player on this team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree, I agree. But you know how that we hold quarterbacks yeah. to a standard. That's but true. I mean, this is this is really really big. If if they lose Khalil Mack, if he's not there week one, their defense is worse than the Chiefs. As bad as we've talked about the Chiefs being, theirs will be worse. Now I reserve the right if what Robbie says is true. If they get Earl Thomas, that instantly makes your whole defense better. But he'll be a Raider or a Cowboy come week one. <laughs> well, I really hope it's a Raider then. But uh, I might I might throw you guys for a loop here. They uh they've got him. They got Colt Miller, the offensive lineman. They drafted him, but how long has it been since Gruden coached in the NFL? About twenty, years. almost twenty years. Well, close to twenty years. If they don't get Earl Thomas, Khalil Mack's not on the field week one. This team finishes last in the division. Broncos will finish third puke. or second. I'm gonna puke. I like it. I like I'm going, it. As of right now, as it stands today, I'm going Broncos over Raiders. I'm not a huge, I'm not a huge believer in Derek Carr, but he's got a lot of stipulations. He's oh, got yeah, sure. yeah. he's yeah, got if they don't get Earl, if they don't the get Earl and Khalil, Earl Khalil, Khalil, and if Khalil Mack is uh, Khalil has to play pretty much because then if he can't pull a Kawhi Leonard because the NFL's fine system. Yeah, so, but I just I, I I think he'll be traded. I think if he was going to be traded, he'd already be traded. That's a good point too. Well, you, you've got a rookie left tackle that worries me. Where's Penn? Are they moving to right? They moved Penn to right. He's getting old, so I'm worried about him. Well, their Os- line's Os- good. Osmelli's solid. Jackson's solid. That line's good. They'll be all right. Lynch is, Lynch is old. I'm worried about him. As we said, Cooper has never really developed him to what we thought. That's and true. Who they have a tight now end they, now? now they lost Crabtree, who was their best He's red zone cool. threat. Yeah, they think it's Jordy Nelson, down. again, another older, declining player. Green Bay didn't let him go for no reason, so I'm, I'm worried about him. I just I don't see it with this team. I, th- I think their ceiling is eight wins. I think they're more likely to finish around six or five wins. All right. James? Well, Raiders finishing six and ten last year. I don't it, – you rarely see teams make these big four to five win jumps, you know, or, or even losses. You know, you, they kind of it's, – it's a progression with mm-hmm. each year. And I don't think you're going to see these, the Raiders moving up much more than maybe eight wins. That's, that's my ceiling for the Raiders. Uh, losing Crabtree, I think that's huge, and I, I almost put it as the same way like when the Redskins got rid of Kirk Cousins, you get rid of a you know a younger athlete that's you know decent, good, and you bring in Jordy Nelson, an older guy, kind of lost his touch. Still, Jordy Nelson was a big name. Jack took him in the third round with a torn ACL in our fantasy league, <laughs> and you still take him. I I don't get that, but. Um, I think, and this is com- so. You're saying there's a chance. So you're saying <laughs> yes. Uh, I think it's a for me. It's a lot of bias here because I can't stand Gruden. I cannot stand him. Never have liked him, and I hate that he's in the division now. But I do think he's going to make the team better this year. Unfortunately, uh, Derek Carr. Well, he was in the MVP race. Sixteen. Uh, 
16. Yeah, two years ago. Uh, going into play, they were in the playoffs, right? Yeah. Them um, and the Cowboys both went 13 and three that year. Yeah, that and, and like I was, it hurt, but I was pulling because I was pulling for them. And Derek, oh, Cole, I like the Raiders. Oh, now. but broke his leg, right? And yes. last yeah. year, Case Keenum had better numbers than Derek Carr, and Derek Carr played all 16. Yep. So right there is the, in my opinion, the decline of Derek Carr. It's over. Oh, stop. So what, what place are you going to finish in? I'm putting them in third. They're going to be in third, and Thanks. it's going to be the, the Chiefs. Good. It's going to be very close between the Chiefs and the Raiders, but I can tell you I can't bet against that Chiefs offense. Raiders are third. And something else I forgot to mention about the Raiders is um, – they picked up Doug Martin too. Oh, uh, he he could and that could help save Lynch a little bit. I think that that's gonna not put as many miles on Lynch. I'm not saying Doug Martin is the muscle hamster he was. He's more of the guinea pig well, yeah, at this point. When you're not putting, <laughs> we'll, we'll when see you're not putting can, the whole load on him, he's yeah, yeah yeah. I mean, he can't hold the. Uh, I, I I'm I'm more with I'm more with Elliot on this train of thought. I, I think it, you've seen it with coaches before. Especially me and Elliot, we've seen it with coaches that take twenty-year hiatuses yep. that were Super Bowl-winning coaches hey, and try to and try to make a comeback. They'd been better if they had a captain. Who? Joe Gibbs? Shanahan. Shanahan? No, I'm not even talking about Shanahan. I'm no, talking I'm about, about twenty-year hiatuses from coaching. I'm talking about Joe Gibbs, mm-hmm. Super Bowl-winning quarterback <laughs> for the Washington Redskins. We brought him back. And, and his, it, it just didn't fit. No, that no, good. that's not right. That's not like true. We want a Super Bowl. He just ain't that good. Yeah, right. That offensive line was. And I'm about good. to hit you with the same line that that uh, that, that offense, Dad hit with Chuck. That so how about that? That offensive hey, line was just. Roy, that Roy good. Campbell got hit with that line today by yours truly. <laughs> yeah, did you? you just ain't that good, Roy. Well, but seriously, I, I I don't see this team being that good. I I think Derek Carr's not as good as he showed. Um, Especially after Aaron dropped the stat of, uh, what was it? Yeah, in four years, he has not averaged more than seven yards per on attempt. attempt. That that is alarming but, to me. While he had an MVP type season, I think a lot of that had to do with just the playmakers that he had, and the loss of Michael Crabtree. And sure, you gain Martavis Bryant, but who knows if he's going to show up and be motivated? Um, it's all on what the weed strikes on him that day. So uh, we'll see if he makes it to the opening day without failing another drug test. Because as Stephen A. Smith would say, he can't lay off the weed. But anyway, um, I just I just don't I don't see where the Raiders are going to be that much of an improvement. I think I think people put too high of expectations on new coaches. Um, I, I think a lot of times. You know, and it's kind of the world that we live in. People just jump to assumptions they or conclusions. They, they have large assumptions on, on teams. And um, it's very, what have you done for me lately? It's very uh, hot off the presses. Everybody likes a hot take. you got to really sit back and think of it. I think at the end of this year, we could sit there and say, you know what? I could see why they didn't, they didn't do so well. You, you brought in a coach that hasn't coached in 20 years. Um, I'm not a big fan of his commentary either. Uh, oh, it's awful. Right no, I, I, it it drove me nuts. Him and Sean McDonough. I'm so glad that McDonough oh, is, that is was, also that gone with him as well. Ever um, that game with the Steelers and um, Bengals last year, where they just complained the entire night, was was enough to do me in for them. Uh, um, that's the last thing I want to watch on TV is Sean McDonough casting shame on my team. Yeah, so. it was ridiculous. I got a question. So we've heard that in the future the Raiders will be moving to Las Vegas. Right? Does this rejuvenate? 
a team, or does this does this set them back even more? I oh, think, that, that, that I think it rejuvenates. That get that reju- yeah. it's a rejuvenation. I okay. think that brings free agents too. Yeah. Okay. I think that that market or you know that location. So you know, is that uh, plan twenty nineteen twenty twenty? Somewhere in there. Okay. Yeah. 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 It's, I know the stadium. So probably halfway. Look down out, there. Raiders are coming. Yeah, I don't think so. I love it. I hope they do. I, I don't think so. Just because you remove a team, I, I disagree. I think you, while you move a team and you get a fresh start and a fresh take, fresh fans, all that stuff, I think this one is um, uh, it's it's a little more special. I think yes, like we said, Vegas brings in some uh, some free agents. But other than that, I, I don't think a, I don't think just the relocation would would be well, that big last, of a deal. Last night was a big homecoming for the Raiders. Yeah, went to L.A. They say they say that city still bleeds black and silver. I'm sure. I'm sure. Well, LA does not bleed Chargers. We play in a <laughs> soccer. Field. We play soccer in a stadium, stadium that that stadium is supposed teams. to be really nice though. The new one. But yeah, I just I just see it's I just see the them taking a step back. All right, fantasy implications for this squad. Um, where's Derek Carr rank? Amari Cooper's in there. Uh, are we gonna try to call Jarrett? On this one, oh, no. I, th- I think he's out. Yeah, he sounded a little it's tired. Mid- yeah, he sounded yeah. a little tired. We're gonna let him get his rest. Uh, he's got he's got school tomorrow. Congratulations yeah. on his job. I know he'll be listening anyway. Uh, so about those Raiders, uh, we talked about how bad the defense is gonna be. I think that's gonna be big for that receiving core. Correct? Yeah, they'll they'll definitely be uh, pushing the ball down the field. I mean, they're gonna have to throw to win. I actually think that this could be a bounce back season for Amari Cooper. He is a player that I, I really do like in fantasy this year. Uh, John Gruden has vowed to make him the main vein of the offense. Uh, he said that the offense is going to go through Amari Cooper. Uh, I, I, I mean, he, he finished with over a thousand yards his first two seasons. Had a horrible year last year. Honestly, it was historically bad. <laughs> Um, but Just I, ask Jason Aldrin. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but I, I think he could have a, a very good season this year. Um, as, uh, you had touched on Derek Carr. I think Carr, uh, maybe like in a 10-man league or 12-man league, he's probably going to be a QB2. Uh, I think he's got a little upside, but I think unless, unless Gruden really brings like uh, more of a downfield attacking mentality to Carr's game, uh, it's not somebody I really want. Not I, I know he's got some big names there on that offense with you know bringing in Jordy Nelson. I'm sorry. I mean, you look at the tape from last year. I know Aaron Rodgers was out, but he just was not getting off the line. He could not get open to save his life. Devontae Adams, he I mean he finished as a top twelve fantasy receiver last year with Brett Hundley throwing to him half the time. That's yeah. awful. But I think Jordy Nelson's done. I, I think he's out of gas. Uh, so little Jack's not taking the first round. Uh, maybe but. <laughs> healthy. Uh, Elliot, is anybody you want to touch on? I, I'm pretty much with you here. Derek Carr, as I said, I've never been a huge fan of. Uh, when he was having his MVP season, even he wasn't putting up gaudy numbers. He was just extremely efficient with his touchdowns, and as you saw, that regressed. And I look for that to come from for Carson Wentz this year. I, I think that's a similar scenario. Carson was super efficient in the red zone, almost. It's it's not sustainable, and that's what you're looking at with Derek Carr. He's he's never put up big yardage numbers, and as we said, he doesn't have great weapons. I, I do look for Cooper to have a bounce back here, but mainly in sheer volume after losing Crabtree, his opposing red zone weapon. So I'm not not big on anybody on this offense except for Cooper, especially in PPR leagues, because I think he's going to get fed with targets. I think Nelson's done. And as far as the running game, I think the defense is going to be so bad, especially if they don't get Khalil Mack. 
that it's not it's not going to amount to enough to worth to be worth drafting them at their prices. I think uh, I, I do agree with you. I do think with the defense, the run game, and volume, I think the, the amount of times rushing, I don't think it's going to be a lot. But I could see Marshawn Lynch. I could see him in a standard league as somebody that you would maybe try to get uh, in the later rounds as maybe just like a plug-and-play running back for a week, maybe like a do, sneaky do flex play. Have, how is their defense? Are they young? No. No? Because no. I was reading Not somewhere really. that they think that they could be top ten in takeaways. Not, I don't see not like a, I'm not saying top it, two defense. Mac would have to play, I think, for that to be. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and I fully, I fully expect they're, Mac to play. They're second. They have some young pieces in their secondary. Gary Conley. They got torched last year. I mean, oh it, yeah, it was yeah. it was just bad. See, who do they? They have Obi Melifonwu, uh, Carl Joseph, Carl Joseph, Gary Conley. Conley yeah, yeah. really young in the secondary. They signed uh, Marcus Gilchrist. Who was he a Charger or a Jet? I think he was, I think he was a, a Charger. I know um, they were talking about the guy the Bengals cut today going there. The safety. Aloka? Uh-huh. Yeah. But I, I, I know Robbie had mentioned Doug Martin. Um, Doug Martin last year, another guy, like I, I talked about Jordy Nelson you know, being done. I think Doug Martin's done. Cause yeah. You looked at it last year in Tampa Bay. He was constantly just getting outplayed by Peyton Barber and Jaquiz Rogers. When they were on the field, they just looked better than Doug Martin. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you, Pro Football Focus puts out, they've been doing the last several years, for running backs, an elusive rating. At the end of last year, Marshawn Lynch, even at his advanced age, missing a year of football, he finished seventh in the league in elusive rating out of running backs. Guess where Doug Martin finished? Last. Dead last. <laughs> Could not shake anybody. That's why I, I think he's done. I think if anybody's going to take away from snaps from Marshawn in the run game, it's going to be Jalen Rashard and DeAndre Washington more so in the passing those game. Those receiving backs, yep. But Derek Carr dumping those short passes. 100% with you. The only, as I said, guys, the only guy I want from this offense is Amari Cooper. So keep that in mind when you're doing your drafts in the upcoming weeks. Well, there you have it for the Oakland Raiders. We will move on and finish out the division with the Denver Broncos coming up in here in just a bit. Uh, got a new quarterback and uh, other things to talk about. Maybe Bradley Chubb slipping to them in, in the draft. So, right back with the Denver Broncos. High hopes for all these teams in the AFC West. It's pretty wide open. Uh, so, guys, what we're going to do is we're going to recap really quickly um, where we have these teams finishing and then where you will insert the Denver Broncos. So, uh, Robbie, I know I'm, I can almost remember yours. You've got L.A., then you've got Raiders. Kansas City. Oh, Raiders. yeah, you have Raiders in Kansas City. And yep. then so I guess Denver would be fourth for you. Yeah, they're last. Okay, last. so then, Aaron, what was yours? Huh? Uh, I'm gonna go with the. I had the Chargers at 11 and five. I had the Chiefs finishing second at nine and seven. I have the Raiders. Uh, let's say at eight and eight. Okay. But I'm also gonna put the Broncos at eight and eight. Okay. So, so I have the tie for last. A solid division there. Nobody under 500. Uh, Elliot. Okay, so I've had a little change of heart here. Um, first is going to be the Chargers. Second is going to be the team we're about to talk about in the Denver Broncos. Wow. Second? Chiefs third, Raiders last. God. I'm Okay, go ahead, James. That's that's nice to hear. Um, Chargers definitely won tight second between the Chiefs and the Raiders, but Chiefs are taking the second place. Raiders third, Broncos fourth. You know what? Um, So that's, I guess, three out of the four that say either tied for third or finish fourth. And, you know, I've been on the same wavelength as Elliot in this show, and I just 
again, I see this team as being a team that can finish second. So um, uh, my prediction will be that it'll be uh, San or excuse me, L.A. at first. Um, then we will have uh, Denver at second, Kansas City third, and Oakland at fourth. So uh, you know, I I kind of want to go ahead and start this segment off talking about Denver. I, I think. Um, Robbie, I think you're too low on Case Keenum. I think he's a solid option at quarterback. I think they've got weapons. They always have. And, and, and it really made no sense to me why they couldn't get it done. C.J. Anderson became a really solid running back. Um, the They've done he's not, a pretty well, decent job. He's not there anymore. Yeah, yeah, oh, he's, he's not there he's anymore? He's actually in Carolina behind uh, McCaffrey. So they're starting running back this year. It's, it's probably going to be Royce Freeman, rookie out of Oregon. Mm, okay, so that's that's a shock to me, and I apologize for not coming completely um, uh, prepared, I guess. But uh, still have the the uh, the wide receivers in Demarius Thomas, Manuel Sanders, um, just solid, and uh, that's kind of what you looked at there. I, I see them as kind of a comparable to. We'll go back to Case's team last year: Stephon Diggs and uh, Adam Thielen. Um, I don't think you have. Who's, who's the tight end in Denver? Really in not Den- one to talk about. Yeah, I don't um, their, so, star- their starter is Jeff Huerman. They drafted Jake Butt, who's okay. a nice nice project. <laughs> I don't know why that's funny. We're still kids, <laughs> we're still kids at heart. So but, probably not the open. you know Kyle, <laughs> Kyle Rudolph. Kyle Rudolph um, was solid for him last year, but so I guess that's a big step back. But um, where I think this team really gets back to being what they should be is I think their defense is going to be good again this year. Um, I think with the inclusion of Bradley Chubb, a, a guy that they really didn't, I don't think, expected to be able to get at third in the draft, um, they got him. Or I guess they got him – did they get him at third? They got him at fifth. Him yeah, four, because four because I'm pretty sure Bradley Chubb was still there. Bradley Chubb was the fifth pick. Yeah, he was. Yeah, he was still there at five because we thought that, okay, the, when they took Baker at one, that, okay, that they were either going to take Minka or they were going to take Bradley Chubb mm-hmm. or something of that nature, and they went with Denzel Ward out of, yeah, kind of nowhere. Be, they're going to be sad they passed on Chubb. Yeah, Chubb's going to be really good. I think it's going to be – Another strong defense. It's tough to play in Denver. Um, we know that there are some people that can't even play in Denver, like Ryan Clark, because they got the old sickle cell. Um, but you know, it's just it, it's things of that nature that I think at the end of the year, when you look back on on why teams were good or why teams were bad, I think the Denver Broncos have a lot of reasons that they could be good, and I think the Oakland Raiders, a team that Robbie's decently high on, have have a lot of reasons that you could see as being. Trouble spots, things that you you can believe why they um, why they took a step back. So uh, let's reverse the order this time. James, we'll let you go second. Um, well, the Broncos finishing five and eleven last year, I think are barely going to see a, a step up this year. I mean, and, six, and honestly, of those five wins, how many did they win? In the first ten games, uh, I know they beat us. Yeah, and they beat the Cowboys, and they beat somebody else. Like, and there's a stat out there. That says the Broncos always win. I think it's within the first four home games because nobody's in shape enough to play there. Wow, that's interesting. That yeah. covers up a lot of the Broncos. Um, um, I'm I'm gonna say um, this this is more from like a Chargers outlook, but we've we've struggled against them strictly because of Von Miller, um, <laughs> ten sacks last season, and with the offensive line we used to have, 
I mean, he could have got plenty, plenty more. And with with Bradley Chubb here, um, thankfully our offensive line is beefed up because if not, this Broncos defense can can run. Yeah, you said something about a, uh, a the Chargers being the most prolific pass rush in the league. I'm not going to jump to conclusions because I think a lot of people like to do that, but if Bradley Chubb turns out to be what they are talking about him being, I think that's the best pass rush well, in the league. Well, I have right here, and Joey Bosa had three more sacks than Von Miller. and I, think I don't he's, care. He's I don't strictly care. Had, he's had more sacks every year since he's been in the league than I Von don't Miller. care. Oh, my. Joey Bosa? Yes. It, this is numbers. This is numbers. It's not since, he's coming, since he's coming in the league. What, two been, years? Yes, this will be his third year. Third year. What do you have his first year? He had more his first year than he did uh, last year. Number. I Von Miller died. <laughs> but I, I Von Miller's going to be just fine. I think Bradley Chubb is going to make a huge impact, and so much of impact we're talking to give this team two more wins, which, in my opinion, is a it's quite, it's quite the impact. And I said it last time, Case Keenum he had a better year last year than Derek Carr, and I see his numbers going up. Derek Carr's going down. So, like I said, Broncos give him give him one or two more wins. That's where I am with them. I can't wait to to get the uh, you know we always talk about the Colin Coward show where Robbie was wrong. You're gonna be saying where Robbie was right at the end. Of the yeah, season. right. I'll bet. Yeah, right. Please All right, Elliot. All right. So obviously I felt the strongest about the Broncos on this segment. Uh, you guys have kind of po- touched on what I was going for. Uh, the defense is gonna be great, especially up front. They've got. Vaughn Miller, they drafted Bradley Chubb, who Robbie himself has stated is going to be a steal at five. He thought yeah. the Browns should have taken him Shame earlier. he can't throw the ball. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they're Jesus. solid up the middle. They have Pecco. They have Wolf. Uh, they have great linebackers in Brandon Marshall, Todd Davis. Shane Ray. Uh, Shane Ray. That's another thing I want to touch on. They have depth. Mm-hmm. They have they edge rush depth. They have, as we said, Miller and Chubb. They also have Shane Ray and Shaq Barrett. So they yep. can get after the quarterback. And in this division with Phillip Rivers and Derek Carr and Pat Mahomes even, they're going to need to do that. And they've still got Chris Harris, who's a lockdown corner. Bradley Roby, who's a very underrated corner. Safety Justin Simmons was a rookie last year. He showed extremely well. They also picked up one Sua Cravens from the Redskins. If he, if he has his mind right, this guy's a talented player. That's a huge. He's in the wrong, that, that in the wrong place for that to happen. Yeah, that's <laughs> such, such a huge if there, man. Huge if, but I'm just saying. You need some therapy. They have the depth to let him. Oh, he's going to get that medicinal therapy out there. Oh, yeah. All right, so we've talked about <laughs> the, the medicinal defense. therapy. The offense is what I'm intrigued by. I know Robbie has different feelings about Case Keenum, but he was very solid last year. And this offense is built exactly like the one he had last year. They have great receivers in Demarius Thomas, Emmanuel Sanders. They also have two great-looking rookie receivers in Cortland Sutton and Deshaun Hamilton, who everything I've heard from camp says they look excellent. Now, Hamilton is one out of Penn State, correct? Hamilton's from Penn State, originally from Fredericksburg, Virginia. hey And Sutton is the one from SMU, who many people thought was better than D.J. Moore, who got drafted ahead of him Mm -hmm. coming out. And from camp, I actually heard one uh, beat reporter compare him to a poor man's Calvin Johnson. Now I think that's a Ooh. bit, a bit steep. <laughs> but for the sky. but that how that, poor are we talking here? We're we talking living homeless, living that, out on the streets. That attributes to how highly they think of him and how he has impressed that team as a rookie. Uh, 
Their offensive line has always been their biggest concern, other than quarterback, of course, when they had the Brock Osweiler and Paxton Lynch days. But Keenum brings stability to this team, and they picked Jared Veld here, who was the Cardinals' best offensive lineman last year. They've got Garrett Bowles, if he comes back healthy, Ron Leary, former Cowboy. So, And uh, I forgot to mention Royce Freeman in the backfield. This guy's going to be a stud. He's 5'11", 230. He's just going to be your bowling ball type running back, but he also has breakaway speed. He was excellent in Oregon, and just even more reason to love this offense and team this year. And for the Broncos, I'm going I'm going to set the over-under at 9, and I think that's a pretty fair number. I think they went around 9 to 10 games. Aaron? Uh, I... I definitely agree with what Elliot said with you know the amount of playmakers that they have. Uh, I'm not going to completely bash on Case Keenum. I don't think he's a good quarterback, but I think he's serviceable. I think he, he is better than what they've had over the past several years. He's better than Trevor Simeon. He's better than Brock Osweiler. He's better than Paxton Lynch. And let me just touch on that really quick with <laughs> uh, John Elway as a general manager. John Elway has repeatedly swung in this on – drafted quarterbacks. I know it, people want to say, oh, but he brought in Peyton Manning. It, it doesn't take a rocket scientist to bring in a Hall of Famer to, to quarterback your team. I don't think that takes a great general general manager. I think you have talent and you threw the money out there, and that's where Peyton picked the play. That's where he wanted to play at. Uh, I mean, he has a great defense there around him, but I, I think you know it's it's a team that Elliott Elliot stated at depth at pass rusher still have a great shutdown corner Chris Harris I think that they'll be very good defensively I think that again similarly built to how Minnesota was last year uh, I think that Royce Freeman is going to be slept on a lot this year I think we're going to get to that here in a bit with, with fantasy drafts but uh, Royce Freeman was uh, a rookie out of Oregon but has all the Russian records I think at Oregon mm-hmm. and that I mean he's touchdown charge yeah he is he's the best running back in Oregon history and that's you know pretty impressive considering Jonathan Stewart went there D'Anthony Thomas was there that's I mean, a lot of great line of running backs I, I look for them to to be a good bit better than what they were last Blunt. year Garrett Blunt. Yeah, Blunt I look for them to be a good bit better than what they were last year I'm I'm gonna say Hesitantly, I'm going to say 8-8. Eight and eight. I, I think that if, if anything, what's going to hold them back is if Case Keenum would revert to his form that we saw in St. Louis. But you mentioned I, it, though, Jeff Fisher. Oh, Jeff Fisher. It's hard to overcome that. It's hard to over. He's so bad, he's hard to overcome. You look at the – I mean, if you just look at – Who's our coach, though? Wasn't O'Reilly or wasn't um, – It wasn't O'Brien. Uh, it wasn't O'Brien, yeah. I think it was Kubiak. Yeah, it was. It was definitely Gary Kubiak. No, he was there with the Broncos, wasn't he? Mm. Yeah. I think Kubiak was Kubiak the was there with the with Peyton. I don't know who it would have been. Who did they get out? Was it? It might have been Bill O'Brien the first year or two of him. Okay, but they didn't have a quarterback really. But in mean, Denver? No, we're saying who coached Keenum in Houston. Uh, uh, I think it was Kubiak. I thought it was Kubiak, but I'm could be sure. wrong. I'm not sure. Anyway. Uh, but, uh, I mean, if you just look how bad what Nick Foles and Case Keenum and Sam Bradford were under Jeff Fisher, and they've gone elsewhere and performed at yep. a high level at times. I think they'll be much better than what they were last year. Would you say they were 5-11? and 11, mm-hmm. and 11. Yeah. I, I don't see them being nearly that bad. Right. I, I'm going to say 8-8. Eight and eight. That, I'm going to stick with that. Uh, right. You can mark it down here. Broncos will start 5-0. and 0. 
What's the first five? Huh? Broncos first five. <laughs> What's the Who first five? Let's hear it. Home against the Seahawks. Home against the Raiders. At Ravens. Home against Chiefs. Home at Jets. They, they could win all five Wait, of those. Where are they at with they the Chiefs? Two. They're home against the Chiefs. Ooh, Robbie. They could win all they five. They could, but they won't win all five games. Five and no. I'm not going to say they're... I'm going to say four and one, but I think they could win all five. Yeah, I don't think they win all five, no. I'm not going to say they're not winnable games, but something will happen. Case Keenum will happen. They'll do it. Case Keenum will happen? Yeah. All right, Robbie, go ahead and hash it out, brother. Let's Case see. Keenum. All right. Oh, okay. He is ranked by the, uh, the site I trust the most, Pro Football Focus, the 29th quarterback in the league. He doesn't have to be great. What? I would hope he's better than 29th. He just has to be better than Trevor Simeon and Paxton. <laughs> <laughs> well, Trevor, I don't think it's going to take much. What was Simeon last year, 29th or 30th? Probably. Probably like five 40th. ball games. <laughs> All right. Uh, I'm not going to say they're going to be just – God awful. I, I think the division's probably you can say the they're the best in football. In football. I, I think eight and eight could be last place or tied for last. Boy, remember when we used to be upset about the NFC East? Uh-huh. Those were the good old days. Those right? were the good old days. <laughs> Maybe it'll get back to it one day, but we'll not see. anymore. But I really think last place. I'm gonna give the Broncos between seven and eight wins. So I think it's gonna be the seven or eight wins is last place, third place. 8 to 9, 10, and then 11 for the Chargers. I just think these teams are going to beat up on each other a lot. Keenum, I don't know. Until he does it another year or two, what he did in Minnesota, I, I'd almost bet anything he doesn't do that again. I don't think I don't think that performance no. necessarily is repeatable, but I don't think he'll be. I don't think their line's that great. I don't think he'll go back to ground zero. I think their defense takes another step back this year. Um, I don't think they're going to be bad. They'll, they'll still be good, but they're not going to be that top five that they usually are. And I'm I'm not saying the Broncos are terrible, but I just don't like them. And I think they're going to be in last place. I think the Raiders finish above them. I think the Chiefs finish above them. All right, they run up against the Cowboys in in in, in, in AT and T. I think it's a toss up. <laughs> Dang. All right. Just because of their defense and how bad the Cowboys are. I just thought you were going to say the Cowboys just straight out. So. No, 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 no. Just trying to bait, Trust you, me, this bait year, you into something. This there, year right? the Cowboys will not have a great outlook for me. But yeah. uh, I just don't have much to say on the Broncos other than Keenum. I'm not high on Keenum until he does it two or three years. Yeah. All right, fantasy impacts of the Denver Broncos. As we mentioned, Case Keenum, uh, definitely a, uh, a step up from Trevor Simeon. Demarius Thomas and uh, and Emmanuel Sanders have been pretty solid receivers in spite of Trevor Simeon. So now, you know, it, I guess it all depends on how much you guys believe what in. What happened to him? Because he's not Keenum. there anymore. Who's this? Simeon. He, I, he is he is he is Kirk Cousins' backup in Minnesota. Okay, because the Broncos oh, wow. have Chad Kelly, who they say is pretty much locked up the backup job. I think Chad, he's uh, played well. The yeah, Paxton yeah. Chad, Chad Kelly's looking good. I remember the days when Chad Kelly was going to be the number one pick. <laughs> <laughs> Last chance you. <sighs> but, so how much do you guys really – I guess that really depends on how much you guys believe in um, Case Keenum. We'll go back and talk about Demarius Thomas and Emmanuel Sanders. Uh, for me, Demarius Thomas is going to be a very safe receiver for you this year. I don't think he provides a ton of upside. That he's uh, 31 years old now, I believe, mm-hmm. so he's obviously on the – decline of his wide receiver career in the NFL. On the back nine. Uh, yeah, certainly. Been hampered by injuries a little bit as well. Has been hampered by injuries. I, I think he's a safe pick in the maybe 40 to forty to 50 range in your drafts this year. Uh, Manuel Sanders, 
still has a lot left in the tank. He, uh, he's always been a solid guy, provides that vertical threat, and now can, can Case Keenum throw the deep ball? I'm not, not quite sure on that. So I think this is going to be a more conservative offense, being that they have the, the great defense in Denver. against the Saints. Uh, <laughs> but well, I, what's I'm, that? What's that called? What? That's the oh, yeah, I don't know. Minnesota miracle. Yeah, Minnesota, is that Minnesota it? Miracle, yeah. <laughs> okay. Go, going back to the receivers, uh, I'm interested to see who wins this third receiver battle between Hamilton and Sutton coming out of camp because I think that could be a very valuable piece in fantasy this year. Uh, Keenum fed the slot with Adam Thielen last year, so I think that guy is whoever wins that job is going to be an interesting fantasy target. See, I th- actually think that Sanders will be in the slot. You think so? I, I, okay. think, I think Sanders will see a lot of the slot. That's why I think that he pre- he presents a real value there in, what would you say, like the seventh or eighth round? Yeah. I, I think he could give you some weeks like wide receiver one, wide receiver two numbers. Okay. I could see that. I, I They may mix it up a little bit, too. And pr- let Sanders go deep some, let him play the slot some. I, I, could, see, I, I could see both ways. All right. Um, how good is that defense? I mean, uh, we, we talked about the added pass rush of Bradley Chubb, um, and you've still got the interception uh, possibility out there with uh, with Harris. So, um, you know, how, where would you guys – I mean, you know, anybody that listens to this, you can definitely go check out the ESPN Fantasy rankings. But in y'all's opinion, where do you rank them in possibly top – you know, five or where where are you guys at with this defense? Yeah, I've got them between four and six, somewhere in that in that range. I was okay. gonna I was gonna say top seven. I, I yeah. think with uh, Adam Chubb there with uh, Von Miller, I think that they're gonna have a lot of a sack upside. They also will get to the quarterback just with their with their front uh, front lineman with Derek Wolf and uh, and others. I I just look for that defense to really you know put up some some nice numbers. Uh, they'll get some takeaways uh, just from. More, more so, just I mean, the quarterbacks are uh, fighting for their lives back here, just running away and having to chuck it up. Uh, especially when you know young quarterbacks in this in that division with Mahomes, it's been in practice prone to throw interceptions. Derek Carr, uh, you don't you never know what that offense is going to bring, and uh, or John Gruden is going to bring in Oakland. Uh, you know, if he starts pushing the ball down the field more and he's not really used to it, he could th- it could lead to more interceptions. Uh, a guy that we haven't really talked about yet, or we, we did kind of touch on when we were like talking about our summary of these teams, but Royce Freeman, uh, a guy who, I mean, his ADP has skyrocketed uh, recently, especially with running back is such a thin position. I mean, uh, I, I hate it for, for you, for Ty and Elliot, and with Darius Guys going down at running back. That's why he's skyrocketed, too. Yeah. They're looking for that next guy. Yeah, I mean, it, it's, a, it's a thin position anyway, but, I mean, he is it, – it's not like – he is just getting being vaulted up there by default because there's you know it's just yeah. a name. He's talented. I mean, he's shown at Oregon that one of the uh, top running backs in the country. Uh, they have came out and said that he is a workhorse type running back. Shout out to Seth Comer. Uh, <laughs> I, I just I think that uh, it, it, if he's given the opportunity, I, I look for him. He's, he's ADP right now is I, I mean it's went up a lot, but he's he's being drafted now. Like you can get him in like. The Fifth round, maybe sixth round in some leagues. Uh, I, I like that price a lot. A guy who, you know, definitely could. You know, Would you say it was like five eleven, two two thirty? Two thirty, yep. I mean, so that's a big man right there. I mean, he's he's gonna score some touchdowns. 
Uh, I think he's going to be the preferred back in close and red zone situation. I think he scored a touchdown in both preseason games yeah, so far. He has. And the, uh, in one run in particular, uh, he broke a tackle and then was able to uh, run past uh, several guys at 232 pounds, so definitely moving a little bit. Uh, but, uh, you know, Devontae Booker, a guy who uh, waiver wire and uh, draft was a guy that was very sought after in the past couple drafts. Uh, Hasn't looked very good when he has been given that workhorse role. Uh, that's why I, I look for them to, to turn it over to Freeman. I think Freeman will be the go-to guy in that backfield to begin the year. Yeah, love Freeman. As I said, he's going to be a stud. He This offensive line actually graded, as Robbie tends to rely on a lot, pro football focus ranked them as the number seven run-blocking offensive line last year. And adding Jared Bell here and getting Garrett Bowles healthy should only improve that. So. I really like this running game. John Elway has also come out and said they're looking for their next Terrell Davis. They want to get back to running the football and playing good defense. So I think Roy Freeman's going to be their guy. I do believe he's number 37 this year. He is 37. I, I, I think this is your next Sean Alexander. Hmm. Throwing it back to number 37. I, uh, I really, touchdown machine. really like Royce Freeman this year. I'm going to be targeting him in a lot of my drafts as long as Aaron doesn't pluck him before I do. There you go. <laughs> All right, so that has it uh, for the uh, Denver Broncos. Before we move on to our um, our superlatives, I guess I'll say, and the awards, um, I do want to, you know, we mentioned the horse, and uh, I just I just want to give a shout-out to my little brother, Seller. He moved back um, to college today. He's, he's back in Winchester at Shenandoah, and uh, um, it was a big summer for you, Seth, and, and I'm really – as is everybody here, obviously. I love you, Daddy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> We're, we are all rooting for you, and uh, I'm proud of you, and you've put in so much work and dedication, and um, and you're really trying to lengthen your baseball career past college, and, uh, you know, you've gotten a few looks this summer. It's It's been exciting for you, and uh, just continue to work, work horse, and uh, as we know you will, and uh, go in that starting job this year as uh, maybe, maybe the ace of the Shenandoah staff. Love you, bud. Um, so now – Let's go horse. Yeah, go horse. Now we'll move on to the superlatives of the league. So I guess we will start out with the league MVP um, in the uh, AFC West. We'll start with Robbie. Who's your Who's your MVP? MVP of the AFC West. You want me to come I'm back to you? Philip Rivers. You going Philip Rivers? Yeah. Okay. Aaron. I'm also going to go with Philip Rivers, best quarterback in the division. Yep. This is easy. Case Keenum. <laughs> I'm kidding, oh. I'm kidding, I'm kidding. I had to get that reaction. Okay. <laughs> Who you got? I'm having heart failure. My MVP of the AFC West this year is Melvin Gordon. Okay. All right. I'm going comeback player of the year from last year, Keenan Allen. Okay, and that's your MVP. Because he was the comeback player. Okay, 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 okay. I just thought you were naming comeback player no, of the year. I was no, like, wow. No. He was the That, that would year. be an interesting to, to to insert into maybe some of these NFC t- um, divisions. But uh, I'm going to be boring and also go with Phillip Rivers. I think, uh, you know, it, it was a toss-up whether to use him as, you know, offensive player of the year yeah. or MVP. And I, I just think if the Chargers do what – Basically, all of us are expecting and win the division. I think Philip Rivers is big on that. Offensive, most valuable player, Robbie. I'm gonna go with um, I'll go with Amari Cooper just because I think he gets back on track and maybe surpasses what he used to do since he has more of an offensive coach. Del Rio was always known as a defensive guy. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna go with 
Travis Kelsey. I think it, he, as I said, I think he's going to be the security blanket for uh, Pat Mahomes. I think they're going to establish a good rapport very quickly. Uh, I think he's going to, you know, further cement himself as, uh, you know, right there in that uh, Gronkian uh, tier. Uh, you know, Gronk is in a tier in like by himself, but yeah. I, I think that Kelsey's going to make a, you know another jump forward this year to where, uh, you know, at, right after Gronk, it, it's Kelsey. Elliot? Okay, I would use Melvin again here, but just for the sake of the show, I'll go James's guy, Keenan Allen. Uh, I think he'll have a huge year this year, especially without Hunter Henry. So, him getting those red zone targets, I look for a spike in touchdowns for Keenan Allen. Offensive player of the year, shout out Adam Campbell, Kareem Hunt. Okay. Uh, and I'm kind of on the same wavelength as Aaron on this one. Not quite with uh, on the same page, but uh, I'm going to go Tyreek Hill. I think that's a it, – it'll be an exciting duo to watch with the long bombs of of uh, Mahomes and the speed of Tyreek Hill. Defensive player of the year, Robbie. Von Miller. I think he has a big year this year. Um, James brought it to our attention that he has been beaten by Joe Bosa the last two years in sacks. So Happen again. I'll say he has – he leads the division of sacks this year. All right. Uh, I'm gonna go with Von Miller as well. Uh, a guy who is, you know, needs no introduction. You know, just ever since his, that uh, sack in the Super Bowl, even before then, I mean, his career is just, you know, just taking off. I think it. He is. He's a war daddy, like Jerry. He, he is. I mean, he's. Uh, <laughs> arguably, he's might be the best pass rusher in this league. Uh, I think that you can make that case. Um, and I, I wouldn't argue with you, but uh, I, I think on a very very good defense still, uh, I look for him to be the best player on that defense. I'm going to stick with the Charger theme here. Joey Bosa is my defensive player of the year. And, of course, Joey Bosa, defensive yep. player of the year. All I'll say is that you, you can't put regular gas in a Ferrari. <laughs> and if any of you are not familiar with that statement, that is a Von Miller statement. Um now, guys, do we do usually do offensive rookie of the year and defensive rookie of the year, or do we? I think, I think we. Or do we just do a plain out rookie just, of the year? Just we just do rookie. rookie okay, yeah. so let's go rookie of the year. Rob, Bradley Chubb, because he's the big reason Von Miller leads the division this year. Because they're not going to be focusing so much on him on the one side, so they have to they have to shift to Bradley Chubb. Making my Broncos case, I like Von it. Von Miller coming hmm. back. That's hmm. why that's that's two players on. The, I didn't say they were going to be awful. Huh? All right, all right. <laughs> uh, I was going to go with uh, I was going to go with Bradley Chubb, uh, as Robbie had said, but uh, I, I think that he's going to make a huge impact on that defense. But I'm going to go with Derwin James because I think he's going to prove that he was the biggest steal of the draft, and I think he's going to play with a huge chip on his shoulder from day one. Going to really help that secondary out. Elliot, my guy, Royce Freeman, Rolls Royce, baby. Easily, Derwin James. Charters haven't had a safety presence since Eric Weddle. Throwing James, it's going to be times two what Eric Weddle was. I think this is the first time I've agreed with Robbie all night, and uh, I'm going to go with Bradley Chubb as my rookie of the year. Um, So that does it for the superlatives, the awards, whatever you want to call them. We'll be right back with One Mint Julep uh, to round out the show. We'll talk about some other uh, sporting events going on in the sporting world. And as we always do to close the show, we're back here with One Mint Julep. Um, we got a little special surprise for you. Uh, we had one little roast of Jordan Mercer tonight. 
But we felt like that was just a little too small, so we're going to feature that in One Mint Julep. So go ahead, start the music, Elliot, and we're going to have Robbie start us off. Well, I know Jordan Mercer moves into, um, I think it's Stonegate on yeah, over the there 24th at Harrisonburg. But uh, he couldn't make it in that Saturday, he said, because that'd be the day after he moves into Harrisonburg. You know, ten hours away. Harrisonburg is just, I guess it's just moved on the map. Yeah, I guess it's like ten hours away these days. Because I can't do this because I'm moving to Harrisonburg. You know, I live in Harrisonburg now. I can't make my way back. But I only work, I work there for three weeks and I drove it every day, Mercer, and it's just not that bad. <laughs> you know, your car runs. Last time I checked, it ran. James. And guess what? The guy that lives in Harrisonburg and won't come to Stanley is the guy that, while we were in Stanley, wanted to go to Harrisonburg every, every single day. night. What do you say? Want a waffle? Someone say waffle? No, Mercer, I don't want a waffle. I don't want greasy-ass food. I just want to stay here. So no, no 81 South. But we're we'll not go north. 81 North. But we will go 81 North then. <laughs> All right. Speaking of Jordan Mercer, this man can't even make up his mind if he wants to work or not. We call him today. Hey, Jordan, you want to work tomorrow? You're on the schedule. Uh, I don't know. What do you guys want me to do? But Jordan, that's why we called you, buddy. Make a decision for once in your life. Come on, man. All right, Aaron. All right, with the injury to Darius Christ, I know, Jordan, you're looking for a running back, but Adrian Peterson is not the one you want. Maybe if it was 10 years ago, just because you passed on Peterson the first time for Laurent, Laurent Landry doesn't mean going back to the well this time makes it right. <laughs> oh, God, that hurts as a skins fan. But uh, mine, the bell. mine would be, glad you finally got off the Davy train. You were all, oh, Davy, you got to give him time. you got to give him time. He's going to be fine. He's going to do great. He's going to be, he's Joe Madden. Look what he's done now. We lost 12 to 1 today to the Miami Marlins. We had a chance to pick up a game on both the teams in the division. We couldn't do it because Davey Martinez sucks. All right. Uh, so, Dusty now, Baker. <laughs> Dusty Baker. Dusty Baker was never this bad. Uh, by the way, you also proceeded to tell people that you were better than me in golf this week when you shot 44 44 on each nine. Case rested. Ooh. All right. Now, how much time we got left, Elliot? We it can't have. be much. Oh, and we beat Mercer in Captain's Choice. Yes, we did. Yep, yep. We've got about 30 seconds. <laughs> All right. Uh, you know what? We're going to slide it back. We're going to cheat a little bit. <laughs> now we have a minute and 36 seconds to talk about uh, what we would regularly talk about in the sporting world. Um, so, Aaron, what was your topic? I would just like to talk about the embarrassing roughing the passer call in the Vikings and the Jaguars game. Yeah. How can you call roughing the passer on a sack? They said that the guy, it, the quarterback was Cody Kessler, but they said they tackled him with the full body weight. How the hell else are you supposed to sack somebody? It's it's unbelievable. Can't play it's, it's, got, it's gotten weaker every Every year, Elliot. PGA uh, PGA playoff events coming up this week. The FedEx Cup. Uh, Tiger Eldrick Woods inching closer and closer to that first victory, and I can't even remember how many years. But Corey Amos, this one's for you. It's coming, buddy. Get ready to pay up. Twenty bucks in my pocket, Rob. On the weekly Red Sox watch, they uh, encounter. They've had a very disappointing day today, getting blanked by the Rays, and but it just happened to be their third loss this month. So they're still nine and a half up. <laughs> James. All right, and both my favorite teams, Pittsburgh Pirates and the Los Angeles Tartars, both have a Trevor Williams. One's a cornerback, one's a pitcher. One doesn't have a Twitter. The pitcher today said he bought a Trevor Williams jersey, and he will be taking all the complaints every Sunday for him. Awesome. Uh, and mine will be um, with the 15 and under USA team winning the World Cup championship today. TR on that team. Always good to see a boy from Page County doing big things. That's it for 9 to 5. We'll be back next week in the NFC.